0: love talk radio welcome to another edition of that's entertainment i'm your host tammy jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the nyc for the next time i'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on michael jackson beyonce tyga billy joel Dwayne the rock johnson and a whole lot more let's get started roll it G Up on the blog and I'm chillin' up at NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the views and celeb news, I let seats that's entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of power. Culture, radio or not, we gon' chase it, that's entertainment. Save better lessons from the ghetto time to save it, gotta make a change in, that's entertainment. Wednesday's afternoon at 1 p.m., so baby, don't forget the tune. The bends is nice, the Jags is the better cruise. There is no car by win, cause you plan to lose. Smooth, just like that. Tammy Jones, to best, mom, just know that. Big blessed by the Lord, once wait right on that. Live radio, your speakers better be on Max. Real facts, if it's whack, we don't speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed and my melody too. So Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. That's entertainment for your ear, baby. Just come through, she's your head now. Yeah. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs. Where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page. That way, you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment of any stories today, give me a call. The call in number is three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. That Three four seven six three seven two six five six, and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com Facebook. Com/deathentertainmentradio. Follow us on Twitter at that's entertained one. That's T H A T S entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto fourteen. That's stiletto like the shoe, S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. You can also follow me on Instagram at t jones gibbs. That's T J O N E S. Gibbs. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 42 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to my listeners. As always, thank you for joining me on this Wednesday afternoon, and even if it's Wednesday morning on the West Coast, uh, Wednesday after, late, after, late Wednesday afternoon in Europe, or Thursday morning or further east. So, I'd like to thank everybody who. Um, been here from the very beginning supporting the show. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to the show. Uh before we start the show today I'd like to make a few announcements. Uh you know, uh this is the second week of Black History Month and um 15 minutes after the hour, I'm going to give you a little black history moment uh, because I think it's very important. This was something that I started last year where every week through the month of February I give you a, list, a rundown of some uh, some of the moments in history that we don't know about or was never taught in school. You know, it's fine that we learn about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass, but there's other uh african Americans who made uh um, very um co- made contributions to this country and to this world that we never heard of or was never taught about in school and I think it's very important especially uh since there's this um the controversy about teaching critical critical race theories in in American schools. I just think it's important that we um, throw in a little bit of history of that we didn't hear of, because there's a lot of inventors, philanthropists, teachers, artists that we never heard about that contribute to the world as we know it, but they were just never taught about it or never learned about it. So I thought it was just cool to honor Black History Month. Um, Me personally, Black History is every day, not just for one month out of the year. So 15 minutes after the hour, we're just going to give you a little uh, Black History. Also, tune in this Saturday, February 12th. It's my annual Valentine's Day show at 10.30 Eastern Time. Uh, Every year I do a music show where I celebrate Lover's Holiday by playing some of my favorite artists from the R&B genre. Um, It's just a time if you have nothing else better to do, if you want to kick back and relax, um, you know, maybe cuddle up with somebody. Or If you don't have that special someone, you just want to unwind, you have nothing to do this Saturday, Hang out with me It's my annual Valentine's Day show That's going to be At 1030 Eastern Right here On blogtalkradio.com And it's just A music show That I do My only music show That I do Once a year And I just thought It was fun Just to You know six. Sit back and relax and enjoy some nice music. So, again, that's uh, February 12th at 1030 Eastern right here on Blog Talk Radio, my annual Valentine's Day show. And if you can't catch it Saturday night, I will repost the show on Monday, February fourteen, which is actually... Valentine's Day, so I'll repost it here on Block Talk. You you can get to listen to it here on the archives here on the on Block Radio, and also on um, Facebook and on Twitter. I will repost the archive show on social media as well. Also, you know it's 2022, and when it comes to a new year, we want some new changes in our lives. And if you're a type of person that's looking to uh, Get, put your health in priority, then I have someone that can help you get there. Uh, my friend and my former co-host, David Romero, uh, who was a co-host on a show called Loco, that's entertainment at Rundown here on Block Talk Radio. Well, he started a new venture. He became a certified fitness trainer. And now you can have David as your personal trainer. Uh, he has a four-week program where he works around your schedule. He gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. Uh, if you're looking to get into fitness and you want to change your lifestyle, give David a call. His call, um, He can be reached at 956 706 Three eight five five, or you can just send him e- an email at davidjromero88 at yahoo dot com. That's David D A V I D J R O M E R O eighty eight at yahoo dot com. You can also follow David on Instagram at davidloco12. That's D A V I D L O C O twelve, and tell him that you heard it from me. His former co-host, Tammy Jones gives from Death Entertainment Online Radio. And his prices are reasonable. So just give David a call. Uh, send him an email. He's starting the program this week. And, uh, again, if you're looking to get into fitness and you just want to get your body type and right, give him a call. Once again, that's David Romero at nine five six seven zero six three eight five five. Send him an email at davidjromero88 at yahoo com. Alright guys uh, This week in entertainment We're going to be talking about Mr. Michael Jackson Well apparently A biopic has met has been moving forward. Uh, people have been talking about doing a biopic on Michael Jackson and bringing it to the big screen. Well, there's a chance it might be happening. We're going to be talking about that. Also, uh, the Beehive has some good reasons to be all a buzz. Our girl uh, Queen Bee, Beyonce, has been nominated for her first Academy Award. That's right. Miss Queen B Bee has been nominated. We're going to be talking about that. Also, Tiger has officially escaped felony charges in his uh, domestic violence case. I'll tell you the latest. Also, uh, Billy Joe um, has a foundation where he made another hefty donation to a high school in Long Island. I'll tell you the latest. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson has withdrawn his support for Joe Rogan after he learned that he's been using the N-word on his podcast. And that's just tip of the iceberg. So without further ado, let's get started. Uh, the big screen Michael Jackson biopic has made a major move forward. Liongate announced it will distribute the film about the late great pop music icon developed by Oscar winner producer Graham King and approved by the Jackson estate. It's titled Michael and in the movie is described as an in-depth portrayal of a complicated man who became the king of pop. It will bring to life Jackson's most iconic performance as a give an informed insight into the entertainer's artistic process and personal life. It's co-produced by John Branca and John McCain. And the co-executors of the Michael Jackson Estates, um, well, they are the co-executors, and John Logan, who directed project has the blessing of the Jackson family. The cast and creative team for Michael has not been announced as of yet, but nearly 13 years after his death at the age of 50, Jackson Legacy is a hot uh, property. Uh, Last week, the premiere of the uh, Broadway production, MJ the Musical, has received rave reviews, becoming one of the hottest tickets in town. And the I have, have some very good reasons to be all abuzz. Beyonce has been nominated for her first Academy Award. The 28-time Grammy Award-winning superstar scored an Oscar not in the Best Original Song category for Be Alive, the inspirational ballad from King Richard. The song, co-written with Dixon, played uh, during the film's closing credits, accompanied by archival footage of the biopic subject Richard Williams, the father of tennis great, Venus and Serena Williams to take home her first trophy this year. Beyonce faces stiff competition. Hamilton creator Lin Manuel Miranda was nominated for Dos Argüelgaitas. Uh, Agu- from Disney's animated musical Encanto. Other nominees in the Best Original Song categories are Billie Eilish and Finesse for the James Bond song No Time to Die, Van Morrison for Down to Joy from Belfast, and Somehow You Do from Four Good Days written by Diane Warren who landed her her 13th nomination and seeking her first win. The 94th Academy Awards airs March 27th on ABC. And Tiger has uh, officially escaped felony charges in his domestic violence case involving his ex-girlfriend, Cameron Swanson. However, there's one condition the rapper must meet before the case is over for good. TMZ reported on Tuesday, February 8th, that the 32-year-old rapper will not be charged with any offenses regarding the alleged incident as long as he stays out of trouble. If he doesn't manage to stay out of trouble for the rest of this year, charges could still be brought against him, and he could face up to one year behind bars. And even though uh, Tiger, who was born, Michael Ray Stevenson, won't be charged with a misdemeanor over alleging, allegedly hitting Cameron, he still has to appear for a hearing at the Los Angeles City Attorney's Office. It's said that he has to talk over ways to properly handled domestic dispute in the future. Uh, Tiger and Cameron allegedly had a physical altercation in October last year. At the time, it was reported that she showed up at the rapper's home in California screaming in the middle of the night before things turned physical. On the, uh, the next day, the former boyfriend of Kylie Jenner voluntarily turned himself into the Los Angeles Police Department. Uh Tiger was released from jail just hours later on a fi- uh, on a $50,000 bond days later he took to his social media account to slam the allegations against him wow Right now we have uh, 15 minutes after the hour If you're just tuning in You're listening to another edition Of That's Entertainment I'm your host Tammy Jones Give Where every week I bring you the latest In entertainment news, celebrity news And pop culture If you like the show and you want to know more about it Make sure you click on the follow up button On top of the show page That way you get a reminder When I broadcast live Also you can follow us on Twitter at the that's entertain one that's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one, we're on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com slash That'sEntertainment.radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at letter 14 that's S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, T. Jones Gibbs. Right now, you know, again, as I said at the top of the show, uh, this is the second week of Black History Month, and uh, this is something I thought about doing since last year, where I I will give you a little, um, little taste of some Black History moments. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about um, the first Black. Uh, president in Mexico. Um, His name was Vicente Guerrero. He was a former president of Mexico, and uh, Vicente Ramon Guerrero Saldana was one of the leading generals of the Mexican War of Independence. Uh, He 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 was like, um, you know, he was born on August 10, 1782, and died February 14, 1831, and he was one of the leading revolution revolutionary generals of the Mexican War of Independence. Uh, he fought against Spain for independence in the early 19th century, and he later served as president of Mexico. Uh, he abolished slavery on a national level during his brief term as president, and Guerrero was uh, disposed in a rebellion under vice president Anastasio Bustamante. Wow. Um, you know, people think that uh, we learned the America wasn't the only country that had its first black president. Mexico did as well. Um, and some also some interesting things about um uh, Mr uh Vicente Guerrero, um he also Um, you know, he became, let me see if I can find some more information, because I did have some more information about him. Uh, he also, um, let's see here, you know, he, he was also, yeah, he was, he was elected as the first black Indian president of Mexico in 1829, um he was also been called the country's washington and lincoln. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Didn't know that, right? See, you learn something new every day. Um also um he he was uh, also born um yeah, they said that his cause of death was a, a firing squad yeah um they call it uh it was am- some kind of method of capital punishment particularly common in the military and in times of war um, He was executed by shooting in a fairly high practice uh some reason for its use, and the firearm was usually readily available and a gunshot to a vital organ such as the brain or heart that most most often will kill relatively quickly. So um that's how he uh, also he died. But um very interesting fact, you know, we here we talked about President Barack Obama being the first black president, but Mexico had their first black president. So yeah, Vicente Guerrero, uh first uh, Mexico's Mexico's first uh black president. Interesting. Also uh this week we're talking about um we're going to be talking about the uh, the case with, uh, oh, you know what? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Billy Joe. Uh, apparently, Billy Joe is a, a New York native son. Um, Billy Joe is originally from Long Island, and he has a foundation, and it has made another hefty donation to a high school in Long Island. A $1.5 million donation Uh, pledge was confirmed to a Long Island High School for the Arts in uh, Syosset, New York, this past Monday. And it's not the first time that the five-time Grammy Award-winning Rock and Roll Hall of Famer rescued the school from closure six years ago. He gifted them a $1.5 million donation. In December of 2017, the building that houses the school music and theater program was renamed in honor of Rosalind Joel, his mother, uh, Rosalind Nyman uh, Joel died on July 13, 2014 at the age of 92. Now earlier that year, Joel gave a scholarship of $20,000 to a pianist who recently graduated from the Specialized School to attend Berkeley's College of Music. He also previously taught a master class with students and has visited them in their classroom on the Syacet uh, uh, campus. Um, even though Billy Joe uh, was born in the Bronx, the New York State mind crooner spent his formative childhood and young adult years in Leventown section of Hicksville on Long Island. And reps for the Long Island High School for the Arts, which train future performers and behind-the-scenes professionals as part of Nassau County Board of Cooperative Educational Services, uh, they didn't make any further uh, comments. But, yeah, this is not the first time that Billy Joe made uh, such a a generous donation. So uh, thank you, Billy Joe, because, you know, school of the arts are very important. You know, you know, we say that um, a lot of our schools, uh, a lot of the school system in this country had did away with uh, music and arts and drama because either it was no longer, they didn't have the budget for it, and they decided just to cut the program altogether. I know when one of my, when my daughters was in high school, they had um, – deleted their music program and they had all these instruments in a closet in the school that was collecting dust so it's a shame that a lot of schools have did away with their arts program because arts and music is so important uh i think in uh young people's development and in their lives i think it's very important and you know and it thanks to Billy Joel he's able to keep these programs still alive especially for this one high school in particular um the rock DeRot- Johnson has withdrawn his support for Joe Rogan after learning of his use of a racial slur in his podcast. Last week Johnson commented on a response that Rogan uh, issued on Instagram for two podcasts spreading misinformation about the coronavirus and vaccine. The podcast, which featured interviews with doctors whose assertions contain multiple factual errors, prompt Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, and other artists to yank their music from Spotify, which hosts the podcast, and that was before India Ire, the Grammy-winning singer-songwriter, posted clips on Instagram that show Logan throwing around a racial epithet, which prompted her to pull her music from Spotify as well. The montage showed him using the slur 24 times in 23 clips before he reaches $100 million with Spotify in 2020, and that's according to Deadline. She tipped a hat to Young and Mitchell, although she was bowing out for different reasons. Uh, India I revelation made Johnson more likely to dump tequila over Rogan's head than share it with him. Now, Johnson didn't go there, but he responded later in a tweet after being alerted to the damaging video saying he was not aware of the slur before his earlier comments. Because they were saying that Dwayne, the Rob Johnson, supported uh, uh Joe Rogan, but he later found out that he no longer supported him after he found out that he was up there um, mis- uh, using the N-word. Um, over the weekend, at least 70 episodes of the Joe Rogan experience disappeared from Spotify with no explanation or acknowledgement given. Um uh, Rogan also insisted that those days were behind him, and though he also said that the clips were taken out of content and snippets called from more than 12 years of podcast, nonetheless, he expressed regret that he had ever used the word, hmm. And uh, Sherry Shepard is apparently set to be named the permanent guest host of the Wendy Williams show following Wendy Williams' hiatus from the show. It's also reported that the former The View co-host is currently finalizing the major deal. Now, sources close to the production of the talk show told TMZ on Tuesday, February 8, that the 50-year-old 54-year-old TV personality will take the reins of the show beginning in September. It's also said that the deal is almost locked, and everyone involved expected will be inked in the very near future. Meanwhile, Sherry's representative told people that she is thrilled to be invited back to the guest host, uh, the Wendy Williams show, the week of February 21st. However, the spokesperson said that there was no comment on this rumor. Doubling down on the rumor that Sherry will be a permanent guest host, a separate source close to the situation confirmed to the outlet that Wendy won't be returning to the show for the rest of this season. Her healing is going slower than everyone had hoped. Rumors of Sherry taking over the Wendy Williams show permanently first emerged back in November, and at the time, the actress successfully scored the talk show's season 13 highest rating. Since then, she has guest host the show multiple times. Uh, David Perler, the executive producer of the Wendy Williams Show, stated at the time that Sherry is a great fit for the show. And on the reason why he said that, she engages with the viewers with her relatable conversations and unique point of view on the hottest topics. And this is what he said. He said, quote, we're very happy to welcome her back and can't wait to see what she'll bring to our viewers and station partners this time around, unquote. Wow. We'll see what happens We will see what happens Right now we have 26 minutes after the hour I'm going to go ahead and take a music break uh, Coming up we're going to be talking about um, The uh, Hulu Hulu has, um, has officially announced uh, Their premiere date Of their highly anticipated series The Kardashians I'll tell you more about it and the internet is the most. The, we, we find out that uh, there's, uh, there's some buzzworthy uh, celebrity pairing, and now it's come has become official. We're going to tell you who is that celebrity couple. And um, Billy Eilish has stopped a concert to give an attendee some help after seeing that the person has some kind of sort of distress. And uh, speaking of Billie Eilish, Willow Smith, there might be some kind of feud between Billie Eilish and Willow Smith. I'll tell you more about it. And Questlove is officially an Oscar nominee. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go nowhere. That's entertainment The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture Every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs Right here on Block Park Radio Right now we got 28 minutes uh, remaining in the show That was new music from FKA Twigs Featuring Rima and Jealousy Before we went to the music break I was telling you that um, Hulu uh, has announced finally announced its official premiere date for its highly anticipated series, The Kardashian. In a new teaser, it has been revealed that the upcoming series will arrive on April 14th on the network. The new clip, which was unveiled on Monday, February 7th, starts with one of the ladies in the famous family posing inside a glass box. Each of them has flowers in different colors representing them. And towards the end of the teaser, Kendall Jenner can be seen tapping one of her fingers on the glass, which later shatters into pieces. Um, the Kardashian premieres April 14 on Hulu. Hulu captioned its Instagram post. The official synopsis for the Kardashian reads this. They said, quote, the family you know and love is here with a brand new series giving all, an all-access path into their lives. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie bring the camera back to reveal the truth behind the headlines. Unquote. And the internet's most buzzworthy celebrity pairing is official pete davidson has publicly labeled kim kardashian his girlfriend for the first time satin island native and king of Saturn island star davidson and kardashian shared a kiss during a saturday night live sketch when the reality tv star hosted in october and rumors of a real life romance quickly follow they've seen they've seen they've uh since been seen out and about together at restaurants and other spots on both coasts Kardashian who split from husband Kanye West earlier last year filed papers in December in an effort to be declared legally single uh, West, who had recently been linked to uncut Jim actress Julia Fox, which resulted in a viral story about the, the bizarre first dates, subsequent, subsequently released the song Easy, which include the line, quote, God save me from that c- crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass, unquote. Last month, a rapper who, who now goes by Yay was accused of telling everyone within earshot that Davidson has AIDS, Allegation that yay, insiders told TMZ were nonsense. Davidson's high-profile romance has included a short-lived engagement to Ariana Grande as well as a relationship with Kate Beckinsale and model Kea Gerber. And uh, Billie Eilish stopped a concert to give an attendee an inhaler after seeing a single person in some sort of distress in the sea of faces below her. And then she made a pointed comment about taking care of concertgoers. That threw some shade at Travis Scott, whose Astro World Festival concert tragically ended in 10 deaths and numerous injuries last year. Uh, Eilish, a show-stopping moment happened during a concert in the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, part of her Happier-than-ever world tour when she noticed someone having a difficult time in the audience just below her. A fan video uh, picked up just as she stopped singing to scrutinize the audience and then asked, do you need an inhaler before turning to her crew? And after the fan was revived, Eilish made sure she was okay before continuing. Fans loved her back, posting the moment on social media. And later in the show, Eilish made what many construed to be a a veiled reference to Scott's disastrous Astroworld performance. After Scott's debacle, he was dropped from Coachello. Pachella, and TMZ reported that Eilish has been chosen to replace him and other artists who had dropped out. Though an official announcement has not yet been made. Scott's World musical festival in Houston erupted into chaos on November 5th when a crowd surge crushed dozens, killing ten people and injuring scores of others who could not breathe amid the melee. Uh, Numerous lawsuits are pending, though Scott said he did not learn it was happening until after the show. And you know what? This is going to start becoming a new thing now where artists are going to feel obligated to make sure the crowd is doing okay. You know, they're looking around among the sea of faces to make sure if everybody is all right. Uh, Case in point, remember I told you about the story about um, R&B singer um, and actress, Tiana Taylor where she was doing her concert and she saw a woman in the audience that looked like she was about to faint and pass out and she said right she said right up front that she said, I don't want nobody suing me if somebody is in distress or, or passing out or being crushed to death. She said, I don't want that on my hand. I don't want that over my head. So now I think we're going to start seeing a pattern now because of what happened to Travis Scott where artists who do these big outdoor concerts are going to make sure and look around and make sure everybody's all right and, and making sure everybody's okay before they perform or in, if they're in the middle of a performance and they see something that doesn't look right, Or you know to make sure you stop the music and get help right away because it's just awful how this situation occurred and happened at Travis Scott's um, show. And I always say, you know, I, in my personal opinion, I think the best concerts are held in arenas. That way everybody is seated. Nobody's standing. Nobody's bum rushing. Nobody's pushing. You know what I mean? But there are people that are who are close up to the stage. Sometimes those uh, people are not sitting. They are standing. So, you, you, you know, that is a risk, you know? But uh, yeah, I think now artists are going to feel obligated to make sure that their audiences are doing okay when they do these big uh, performances. Uh, speaking of Billie Eilish um, and uh, Will uh, Will Smith's daughter Willow Smith, apparently there's something going going around. I think we're thinking that Willow Smith is feuding with Billie Eilish. Um, the daughter of Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith was caught unfollowing the Grammy-winning singer on Instagram after pulling out on of the latter' Happier Than Ever the world tour. And on Tuesday, February 8, Willow announced on Twitter that she won't be an opening on Billy's tour uh, due to production limitations. She said that she's unable to put on the show that she believed her audience deserved and that's what she, and this is what she tweeted she said quote stay safe i love you all and i'll, I'll see you soon unquote After making the announcement, the I Am Legend actress hit the unfollow button on the Bad Guy Hitmaker's Instagram page. It prompted fans to question whether there was something wrong between the two. Willow was originally set to serve as Billy' opening act on 11 dates of the North American leg of the tour, which will be kicked off on Wednesday night at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. She was supposed to appear on some other shows until March 8th. While fans might be disappointed by Willow's absence, they can still see um, Kay Meza, uh, Duckworth, Jesse Reyes, Jungle, Arlo Arlo Parks, and Girl in Red on the opening show. Uh, It remains unclear whether they will be a new artist to take Willow's spot. That's aside, um, Willow has something to celebrate recently as she launched her debut novel. And Questlove is officially an Oscar nominee, the Grammy Award-winning musician, best-selling author, and black culture anthropologist, scored a 2022 Academy Award nomination in the Best Featured Documentary category for his directorial debut, Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. In the Hulu documentary, the co-founder of groundbreaking hip-hop collective, The Roots, and band leader for Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon spotlights New York City's 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. Long known as Black Woodstock, the six-week event featuring Stevie Wonder, Nina. Uh, Simone, Gladys Knight, and the Pips, Mahalia Jackson, and the Fifth Dimension, among others. Summer Soul is a competition, uh, is in competition with Jessica Kingdom's Ascension, Stanley Nelson's uh, Junior, and Tracy A. Curry's Attica, Jonas Pohair Rasmussen, Free, and Rentu Thomas and Sudhmit Klash Riding with Fire. In 2019, Questlove, also on deck to produce a forthcoming soul Train Broadway musical, co-founded 215 Entertainment, a full-service storytelling and content development media company built upon compelling storytelling through the creation of film, short-form and long-form digital content, theatrical experiences, and documentary-style content. The 94th Annual Academy Award will air on March 27th, live on ABC. And Steven Spielberg remake of West Side Story will hit the streaming service on March 2nd. Uh, that's what the Mouse House announced today. The movie musical starring Rachel Zegler and Ansel Elgart as lovers Maria and Tony is coming off of seven Oscar nominations this week, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Supporting Actress for Ariana DeBose, who plays Anita. Set on Manhattan West Side, the film also starred David Alvarez, uh, Mike Faced, Brian D.R.C. James, uh, Corey Stahl, Josh Andres Rivera, and Rita Moreno, who returns as Valentina after playing Anita in the 1961 West Side Story film. The remake of the classic was met with critical acclaim, although the box office numbers were deflated by the COVID-19 pandemic. ABC's one-hour special called Something Coming, West Side Story, a special edition of 2020, It's already streaming on Disney+. And uh, speaking of Steven Spielberg, the West Side Story director scored his 8th Oscar nomination for Best Director on Tuesday, making him just the fourth person to cross that threshold. Billy Wilder was also nominated for eight, Martin Scorsese had racked up nine, and William Wyler earned 11. Spielberg was previously nominated for Best Director for Close Encounter of the Third Kind, Raider of the Lost Art, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, Munich, and Lincoln. Tuesday nomination also means he had received such honors in six different decades. If Spielberg wins at the March 27 ceremony, that will be his third trophy for Best Director, after Schindler's List in 1994 and Saving Private Ryan in 1999. Only three directors have won at least four awards in that category: Weiler, uh, Frank Capra, and John Ford. The West Side Story also earned nomination for Best Picture, Best Actress, and a Supporting Role, Cinematography, Costume Design, Production Design, and Sound. The original 1961 version won 10 trophies, including Best Picture and Best Supporting Actress for Rita Moreno and Best Director for Robert Wise and Jerome Robbins. Right now we have 16 minutes uh, left remaining in the show I'm going to go ahead And take another music break And we'll be back With the last remaining stories Of the day So don't go anywhere big bag. A million options, but it's not gonna stop doing the and I rock the rain, it's bringing the peace. of love in that park in the car, sending I got all the eyes on me. Got a bad baby, and she's independent. Too many people, all than love me to seek attention. What they want about the groupies, man? I shoulda listened. And a kind of the money, my strength is addiction. She said, but I left, I had to dip I'm off for fifth, I'm on rich now. I bought a whip, I pay I paid, it drive itself. Do you think, yeah? I'm i like a pee, yeah, at a mommy Yeah Feels so hot like I'm chillin' on the beach Yeah baby in the sun like the Tito telling beats Singin'o all up a ball up a yard chain swingin' cling, cling and it cut a lot I'm always everybody Yeah and you are not mad from BBNOS and Rich Bryan and (laughs) Edamame. Right now we have here 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, the Russ Medic, who assisted director of photography Helena Hutchins after she was shot on the New Mexico film set in October, has filed a negligence lawsuit against multiple crew members. Sherilyn... Uh, I think, no, Sherilyn, yeah, Schaefer. Uh, she gave 42-year-old Hutchins oxygen and applied pressure to her wounds that was sustained when she was shot by star and producer Alec Baldwin on October 21st at Bonanza Creek Ranch. Uh, director Joel Souza was also shot in the incident. Schaefer said in her lawsuit that she has as a result of the tragedy endured tremendous shock, trauma, and severe emotional distress. This is according to the outlet um, variety um armorer can the read. First Assistant Director Dave Halls and Ammunition Supplier Seth Kenny and Prop Master Sarah Zachary are among those named in the suit and which Schaefer claims she's been medically unable to return to work, and this is according to Variety. Now, uh, though, though none, none of the uh, producers, including Baldwin, are named individually uh, both Bonanza Creek Ranch and Russ Movie Production LLC are also defended in the suit, and the suit marks the fourth filed by a Russ crew member in the wake of Hutchins' death after Gaffer Serge uh, Vetno, script supervisor Mamie Mitchell, and Guterres Reed. And the the uh, state of comedy icon um, icons rather Robin Williams and George Carling once Pandora to shuffle over some more dell. According to a lawsuit filmed by the family against Pandora, the streaming music company has been streaming the two comedy albums without proper licensing or any compensation. Williams estate is demanding four point one million while Carlin won eight point four million. The suit which also includes Andrew Dice Clay, Ron White and Bill Envol was first reported by Rolling Stone. Now according to Rolling Stone, the streaming services uh, service has uh, had two uh William albums, his debut Reality What a Concept and A Night at the Met. Carlin's album improperly hosted by Pandora include An Evening with Wally Londo, Class Clown, Classic Gold, George Carlin on comedy, On the Road, Toledo Window Box and You Are All You Are All Disease. Now according to the suit uh the suits uh, Pandora used those stolen audio clips to boost the company's value, which led to a 2018 sale to Sir- SiriusXM for 3.5 billion dollars, none of which went to the aggrieved funny men or their families. Pandora previously settled a copyright infringement lawsuit for 90 million in 2015. And Robert Irwin, the son of the late Crocodile Hunter star Steve Irwin, had a wild moment with an aggressive crocodile on the latest episode of his family's reality TV series. A crocodile named Casper snapped his jaw and chased uh, the 18-year-old Irwin, who was trying to feed the animal for the first time in a new enclosure at the Australian Zoo. The encounter is chronicled as a crikey? Uh, It's the Irwins, which shows the crocodile leap out of the water and pursue Irwin, which ultimately retreats. Crikey, It's the Irwins has aired for four seasons and centers on the work done by the Irwin family at their Australian zoo in Queensland. Uh, The zoo was founded in 1970 by the parents of Steve Irwin, who ran the facility with his wife, Terry until his death from a stingray injury in 2006 can't be messing around with those crocodiles i'm telling you that yeah, that was close that was really close uh, former Saturday Night Live cast member Leslie Jones lashed out at NBC Sports on social media Monday and said she was considering no longer providing free commentary about the Olympics. Jones has been providing her, providing her unique brand of uh, analysis since the 2016 Summer Games in Rio de Janeiro with her narrated video garnering thousands of likes and retreats. But she appeared to be getting weary at the idea of covering another Olympics, partially because she isn't an official correspondent. Jones wrote on Twitter saying, quote, I have watched Olympics since I could walk, laughing out loud, me and my dad, so this is from my heart. Y'all should be asking NBC Sport why they don't see that and think they can replace me with just anyone. Again, not saying I was first, just saying it's frustrating at Team USA. In a post on Instagram, the Coming to America star was more direct with her complaint. She said, quote, I'm tired of fighting the folks who don't want me to do it. They block my videos and they get folks who think they can do it like me, and I'm tired of fighting them. Leslie Jones does not stay anywhere I'm not welcome. Hashtag up to y'all now, unquote. Neither NBC Sports nor a representative for Jones made any comment on the matter. And comedian Heather McDonald suffered a fractured skull in her fall on stage during a set in Arizona over the weekend. Medical staff began a comprehensive workup on uh, McDonald when she was hospitalized Saturday after her show ended earlier in uh, Tempe. Uh, That's where a rep told people. Uh, Thus for the test has revealed no underlying medical issues that might have participated that evening. Um, McDonald, who's now 51, previously said in an Instagram video that she collapsed toward the beginning of Saturday's performance. McDonald, who wrote for Chelsea Handler's Chelsea Lately and regularly appeared on the show, didn't consume alcohol before Saturday's set and recently tested negative for COVID-19. She had been scheduled to perform two shows in Bay on Saturday. And the latest Jackass movie pulled off an epic stunt over the weekend, winning the box office over another high-profile news release and the record-setting Spider-Man No Way Home. Jackass Forever opened with 23.5 million at the North American movie theaters between Friday and Sunday. The film featured cast members participating in daredevil pranks in what was the fourth edition to the franchise's main series of movies. MTV introduced Jackass in 2000 as a TV series created by Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, and Spike Jones. Uh, Knoxville uh, again uh, stars in the new movie which was directed by Tremaine. Jackass Forever is the franchise first film since 2010. It's the most critical acclaimed movie in the series with an 85% approval rating among reviews including on the Rotten Tomatoes website. And finishing second at the domestic box office over the weekend was the doomsday space thriller Moonfall, which debuted with 10 million. Halle Berry, John Bradley, and Patrick Wilson star in the science fiction film, which centers on a mysterious phenomenon in space that makes the moon fall towards Earth. And Spider-Man No Way Home comes in third, making another $9.6 million during its eighth weekend in theaters. It had won six of the seven previous weekend box offices, including the last two, and finished in second place during another. The fifth screen movie made $4.7 million between Friday and Sunday to finish in fourth place. And the slasher sequel starred uh, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Melissa Barrera. Rounding out the top five was the animated musical Sing 2, which made $4.2 million. Wow. And Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack will kick off a 13-day residency in Las Vegas beginning on February 25th. The residency will take place at Dolby Live at Park MGM. The run concludes on April 2nd, one day before the 2022 Grammy Awards. The residency announcement itself arrived just one day after the Recording Academy announced that this year's ceremony has been moved to April 3rd at Las Vegas MGM Grand Garden Arena. The an evening with Silk Sonic artists who made their live TV debut together at the 2021 Grammy Awards, scored four nominations. For the 64th Annual Event, with a slinky, slinky, smooth R&B debut single, Leave the Door Open, they are nominated for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best R&B Performance and Best R&B Song. Congratulations. Um, yeah, they're they're going to be holding a residency, and I know that place is probably going to be selling out like crazy. Uh, Right now we have four minutes left remaining in the show. I want to take the time out to let you guys know that make sure you tune in this Saturday night, February twelfth at ten thirty Eastern for my annual Valentine's Day show. It's the only time of the year where I do an all music show where I play some of my favorite love songs and slow, slow jams from the R and B genre. If you don't have anything else to do or you just want to spend a quiet evening Saturday night, quiet evening at home, and just want to unwind, relax. Relax, have a glass of wine. Keep me company that evening. That's uh, this Saturday, February 12th at 1030 Eastern right here on blogtalkradio.com. Go to That's Entertainment Online Radio. And if you can't listen to the show in it entirely or if you're going to happen to miss it, don't fret because I'm going to repost the show on Valentine's Day, which is Monday. February 14th. And also I uh, also post the archives on our social media on That's Entertainment 1 and on Stiletto14 and on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash That's Entertainment dot radio. Um, also, and uh, um, also I said earlier in the show, um, if you're looking to get fit in, this, in 2022 and you don't know where to begin, you don't know where to start, please Sign up for my dear friend David Romero He was uh, one of my co-hosts On a show that we did together Here on Block Talk Radio Called Local. That's Entertainment Rundown uh, He has become a certified Fitness trainer And now you can have David As your personal trainer He does a four-week program Where he he works around your schedule. He gives you real-time coaching along with some fun and challenging workouts. Um, if you're looking to get into fitness and you want to start a new lifestyle, give David a call. His uh, his number is 956-706-3855. That's 956 706 3855 or you can also send him an email directly. Go to David J Romero88 at Yahoo.com. That's D-A-V-I-D J R O M E R O eighty eight at Yahoo dot com. You can tell him that you heard it here first from me, Tammy Jones gives at That's Entertainment Online Radio. And uh and he and he's he also does um you can do outdoor training with him. That's where the re- real time comes in. You can do outdoor training or you can join him live on Zoom. He has over 10,000 plus weekly workouts. So make sure you follow him also on Instagram at davidloco12. That's D A V I D L O C O 12. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great day. Have a great week. Make sure you tune in this Saturday night, February 12th, for my annual Valentine's Day show at 1030 Eastern. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.